Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at thatsquestion01 on Twitter. Surrounded by guitars. That's right. Once again. Once again. I know you can all see, see it in your minds. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a guitar there. Picture it. And there's one over there. <laughs> yeah. You can picture that one. <laughs> yeah. How, how you guys doing? David, Nathan here, Jim here too. Man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. good. So um, I, um, it's wintertime. It's January. Um, I don't like the cold. Uh, and it's here, so yeah. I don't like the cold. I'm doing well. Titans are in pole position now in the AFC. So oh, man, nice. Thank yeah. you. So Thank you think you, they're Bengals? gonna play? You think they're gonna play Henry this weekend, or would you keep him out? I keep him out. I would too. I'd hold him for the second half, just yeah. in case you need him. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, give him a couple reps and maybe pull him back out again. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. So, how are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Good. A little fired up today. I think we all oh, are. Our blood's yeah. a little bit. Blood yeah. pressure's raised a little bit. Yeah, I'm maybe. so mad. There's <laughs> 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 uh, just there, yeah. and and I don't I don't mean to be uh, bitter or, or or whatever, but there's just a lot to be upset about right now for me. Uh, just with what goes on in politics and COVID still hanging around. I'm just like, man, I'm so over this stuff. Yeah. So over it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Do you have a question? Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So here's the question for, for uh, our discussion. Is abuse... A flaw or a feature of organized religion? A flaw or oh, a feature? Oh, man. Yeah. And so by that... I knew it, I was bad for okay. a reason. By your, <laughs> by your pause, let me explain further. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, think, I think it would be widely understood or widely thought that um, that abuse in churches is um, infrequent and uh, kind of a that would mean what I mean by a flaw like oh that's a church that has something wrong with it mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to could it be possible that that's actually a feature. Is is the abuse that happens in a church quite possibly exactly how it was designed? Is it functioning just the way it was built? Man, there's a lot to say about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I no, and this is not that I this is not that I don't understand the question. So when I was a kid, um, 
There was a there was a <laughs> toy that I wanted so bad. You remember those toys that were the, like the race cars, and you pull the, mm-hmm. the and then you put them down. And they go. Zoom. Yeah, it was like a zip tie kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My parents would never buy me those because they were too expensive. Because we were poor. you'll poke your eye out. We we're poor. Wait, shoot your eye out. Yeah, okay. but you know how when you did that, the car would kind of go like this and yeah. just ready to go. That's how I feel right now. Like somebody just pulled the cord and I'm I'm ready. To ready to go. I'm ready to go uh, yeah. on this on this deal. Um, so my answer is maybe. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Not not either one. Just maybe both. Um. It could be blo- both. Uh, I mean, it's, certainly it's a flaw. Um. There's so much to... Uh, Okay, I'll say this. I think that people who are ingrained or embedded within organized religion would sit there and go, that's a flaw. Mm -hmm. But they would also find themselves in situations where they saw that flaw continuing to happen over and over and over and over again. And I know that sounds unfair the way I say that, um, but I think we all are a good test subject of organized religion mm-hmm. that some of us have been in entire lives. Some of us have been um, apologetics teachers. Some of us have been uh, hired by churches here. You know, so there's there's attenders, there's teachers, there's uh, employees or leaders that are all represented within the all three of us here. And we can say, without any doubt, I can say from every church that I've ever been a part of my entire life that I've seen the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Abuse was built in. The flaw, everybody wants to think it's a flaw, but it's really how things really operate. Yeah, I think, you know, right now, I can think of all these different pastors and churches that that we've seen this at, you know, and it's, if if you look at the James McDonald's, you look at the Bill Hybels and person after person after person in so many different churches, and and you see the list that came out several years ago from the Southern Baptist that had, what, 700 victims? Yeah. Of uh-huh. sexual assault yep, in the Baptist church year, that think. was covered up. Or it was two, longer than that, a couple of years two, ago. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, you just realize that it's it's prevalent in pretty much wherever you go. Uh, so maybe what we need to use a good church word, maybe we need to unpack uh, what about the church makes that a feature. Yeah. Yeah, and also I want to uh, I want to clarify too. Uh, you alluded to sexual abuse, which obviously makes more headlines, but there's a lot more subtle abuse that happens: spiritual abuse, uh, um, just you know, people that are just pushed down and held down. The emotional abuse. emotional abuse. Yes, all of all of that is <clears throat> is is way more rampant. Uh, and uh, while not as horrific, uh, it's still damaging. Yeah, you're 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 right. Yeah, it's not just sexual abuse. There's a a lot of different abuses that take place. And whenever uh, the church that that we left, um, you know, they, they were starting to get a lot of publicity just the abuse of the pastor. 
uh, well, the, the abusive pastor is probably the best way to say it. And, uh, and a reporter reached out to us to talk to us about it. And I talked to the reporter and they kept on going to sexual abuse. And I'm like, well, I can't, can't speak to that. I think what we're talking about is emotional and, uh, and, and spiritually. And sometimes they got to physical abuse, but never sexual abuse. And her response was, well, you know, really, unless it's sexual abuse, there's, I mean, <laughs> nobody it, listens, nobody listens because there's so much of the other abuse. It's only when it ri- rises to the level of, of sexual abuse that it really even matters. Yeah. Even financial, you know, Oh uh, yeah. I mean, you look at you look at like which is part of the overall abuse. the 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 feature of it is the manipulation and the financial abuse of the parishioners of that church. I mean, the things that are said to get them to think that they need to give to you know support the few within that church. We we uh, last night we watched uh, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Did you really? Oh, it is so good. Is it? Okay. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I just saw that the other day. And it, like, he he did not make headlines. He he had been Jim Baker. Yeah, he had been stealing for years, yeah. and he didn't make really big headlines until the deal came out with him and, and the secretary and, Jessica oh, Hahn. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's so right, up until right. then, it wasn't a. I mean, yeah he he had some articles come out against him that. You know about some misappropriation of funds, but nobody really cared. Yeah, because that happens all the time. Yeah, because he built a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, whole theme park. <laughs> uh, if you build a roller coaster, you can do anything. Mama. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't until the the sexual abuse that really came out into the open. So I, this is kind of a tangent, but I I, I appreciate you bringing that up because there is a difference between you know a sexual abusive situation and a spiritually or emotionally or whatever yeah. abusive and it's all abuse i'm, I'm not yeah i'm just i, I just don't want us to only think of that yes there's mm-hmm. bit, when we're when we're considering it as a feature yeah you know as hey this yeah. is how it's built how it's meant to be yeah <clears throat> excuse me and and nathan you, uh, you i think you just used the keyword the keyword is uh for me uh which is the proving of, of this thought is the word manipulation because I, I don't, um, I don't or can't differentiate between manipulation and abuse. I think they're two sides of the same coin. Yeah. I think any time that you're manipulating people, you're abusing people. Sure. And uh, and that is that's the the playbook yeah. of organized religion is to manipulate people. Yeah. It was it was I believe created to manipulate people. Yeah. That, that was its whole purpose. Yeah. Yeah, a big one that I think has always been out there that I think is um has always been manipulation and has been abuse is tell me if you've heard this one before um you don't you don't want to miss out on tithing because you don't want to miss out on God's blessing and that i mean telling you man that just that that tugs at people that 
that allow makes them to go, well, so if I give something, then God will bless me. Yeah. When in reality, there's no proof that that's, that's actually a real concept, but it's manipulation and it's, it's a way to control people to get them to emotionally become engaged and go, of course I want God's blessing here, here, I'll give here, take this, you know, which going back to Jim Baker, I mean, that was, that was Jim Baker's thing, you know, and I think that that's also been, um, church, you know, pastors that we've seen, we've been a part of that we've been, uh, that we've experienced that that's been a, that's been a huge, uh, a huge point of manipulation. Sorry for saying it so simplistic, but that just, for me, that's just, it, it is what it is there. Gosh, that just, <clears throat> that really hits home with me because whenever, it, it, I know we keep referring, we mention other pastors, but we don't mention the church that that we have, that we, we left here, that there was a lot of abuse. And that a lot of that's just because we we still have friends in that church. We still have, you know, we're in a community here where, we do business with those people and things like that. So it's, it's a little bit difficult. Maybe someday we'll, we'll name the names, but, um, many times we're talking not all the time, but many times we're talking about the same church and the same person. But whenever we join the church that we all were a part of, um, they were raising money for a new building oh, that yes. they were building. Which one? Uh, <laughs> it was the children's wing and the, in the fellowship hall and everything. And, um, I remember the sermon series was not just about tithing. Tithing was the minimum. It was the sacrificial giving. And it was just, um, so much just go beyond, go beyond, go Give more than, than, I mean, you can never give back enough to God. And it's just, it just was so, and I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. I, I mean, want I, money back. Well, I gave a pretty big check that, that and, and I had just started going to church. And I thought God had, matter of fact, the first Sunday that Amy, Amy had to finish up some responsibilities at our other church. And I took my, my kids to the new church and, uh, her first Sunday there was the big giving thing where they had a big amount on the screen. And, um, <laughs> that was the first. And she says, what do you, what do you think we need to do? And I said, I, I think we need it. to give this amount. And she said, we'll give it. And it was, it was a lot more than what we, you know, really could comfortably give, but that's what the whole message was. Give till it hurts. And did God bless you? Did he give it back tenfold, hundredfold? Which one is it? Tenfold, hundredfold? I can't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, not anymore. Um, ironically, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, what I've come to look at is, you know, yeah, did I earn bonuses the next year? Yes. I earned those bonuses. That's right. I worked hard for those bonuses. That's right. So to just then say, well, that's just God's blessing, well, that really discounts my hard work in that. And so I'm not, I'm not willing to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing that game anymore. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to throw that yoke off. I'm not doing it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's manipulation. But is it a feature? I think that's where we, maybe we need to get into, you know, historically, if you, if you look at, 
the church, um, the Catholic Church, how they built um, St. Peter's, and they did that off of indulgences. That's one of the yeah. things that Martin Luther had such a yeah. had such an issue with manipulation. And literally, they were there was a I'm trying to remember the the uh, the little thing they said. It was like uh, as the coffer rings another soul from purgatory springs or there's some kind of thing that so if you gave more your <laughs> is that, relatives is that real yeah it's real <laughs> i'm real. not quoting it exactly right but it but there is a there is some kind of rhyme there that yeah. if you give money for your family members that are in purgatory then you will uh you enable them to get out of purgatory and so you, you basically you can buy your relatives mm-hmm. out of purgatory and into heaven Manipulation. Really? I mean, yeah, but you're. They're also telling people that a lot of them were illiterate. Yeah, and so they they. So when we think about from a from a a structural standpoint or from a a organizational standpoint, it was always structured for some form of financial. And I think we've talked maybe a little bit too much about financial abuse because it's a lot more than financial abuse. It's more than sexual abuse. It's it's everyday. This yeah. is, we're talking about a high control group here. Yeah, yeah. I think the 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 feature of the feature that comes with organized religion is that we've all experienced is is what it does is it gets you totally entangled within the organization so deeply that when you start to see the abuse and you recognize the abuse that it's so hard to get out of it. And I think that might be a lot of what our listeners might be dealing with is um, what do you do when you're deconstructing, but yet your entire life is entangled within organized religion. And um, because you have to decide to put up with the abuse or walk out of something and lose everything that you've invested your life in for many, many, many years, which we've all done, which I think we're all glad we did. Uh, but for people who are just in the midst of seeing uh, the, the abuse uh, might be sitting there trying to weigh out, is it worth trying to get away from the abuse and losing everything or just kind of just going, well, maybe I can put up with it. Um, that's a big problem for people. Um, and in fact, one of the biggest issues I've ever heard that I've heard from most people that are dealing with getting out of organized religion is going, they feeling lonely, feeling like they're not around people anymore. They have nobody to talk to because they've invested their last 5, 10, 15, 20 years of their life into all of these people that are all partaking in the the systemic abuse that they know they need to get out of. Well, yeah, and the abuse that comes your way once you start stepping away, once you start asking questions and and all of that. I mean, it's it's ecclesiastical dysfunction. Um, But, (laughs) uh, and and this is a word we don't use very often, I'm not sure why, um, I don't use it, but, uh, um, deconstruction, 
Uh, you know, and it's a term that that uh, in Christian circles and uh, all of that, it, it's they've created this demon out of deconstruction. You know, it's this mm-hmm. word that oh my gosh, you know, and uh, totally demonized it. Uh, but for me, I, I think it 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 starts with uh, coming out of of the realization of the abuse, of the manipulation, of those things that just, wait a minute, that doesn't, that just doesn't seem right. And, uh, and a lot of times, uh, you know, humility is, is involved in realizing when you're in that you are participating in the manipulation when you're hyping it and, and all of that, and, and you're seeing things that are going on and not raising your hand saying, Hey, wait, that's right. Uh, that's not right. Um, that's, that's a form of participation or complicity. I am so guilty. And yes, absolutely. And so, uh, you know, after some years of partaking in that, maybe not actively or not, enthusiastically like so many others, but you start to step away from that and realize, Oh my gosh, this is a mess and this is wrong. And then you start asking these questions and, uh, and you know, to me it deconstruction is, uh, is, is not a dangerous word. It really is. it, It really is, uh, progress. You know, I go there, I go probably picked another evil word there. Uh, progressive yeah. yes but uh but i mean it, it's 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 growth it's it's moving forward it's yeah. it, it's uh it's putting that which is unhealthy behind you yeah well you, you really hit a nerve with me on that because um when i was at the church um you know i was a very popular apologetics teacher uh but i was also that's a joke uh, um, you were, yeah. I, I, took I knew. A, like I you. said, I took a class from fifty down to about eight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, a lot of hard work. I got that That's fifty right. member very class. Very sought after. Yeah, very sought. I don't know. Sought after is the word, but um, but I also somebody listened to you. They they did, and okay. and that's something I really do regret. Uh, more than, more than, you know, but what, what I regret even more is, is that, um, I served as an elders of church as as you did. And, uh, I taught a new member class and I, I was teaching the doctrine part of that. And, um, I participated in the abuse when I taught that class. I, I participated in it because I, I told the company line and um, there's no excuse for it. Um, I should have seen it. Um, it. It's hard when you're, when you spent your whole life in that in high control groups to really see that. But the truth of the matter is there's a lot I saw that I thought was wrong. And um, either I thought, well, it was my fault because I, maybe it was a spiritual issue with me because I thought that was wrong or, uh, and that sounds crazy now, or, um, I just thought, you know what, I can, I can be a part of change, you know, as a leader in the church and try to change things. Yeah. And, um, 
the tales we tell ourselves. Oh yeah, the the justification. Yeah. And I I just really, I really 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 regret that. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I think uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's a great point. I I heard a pastor say recently that they were trying to make the point about Jesus that Jesus did not expect change to come in but that you needed to come as you are um, and then Jesus would then show you how you need to be. You know, which is a great message. I mean, you know, uh, from, from, a, from a certain point of view, but, you know, we all know and understand that in organized religion that pastors that talk about the idea of come as you are <clears throat> is a really long con to go, you can come as you are, but you will change to what we want you to be. And what, what, but that's talked about as what God, what God wants you to be. That's how, what it said, you know, Jesus loves you as you are, but once you come in and understand that God will change you to who we need you to be, to be a part of this group. And I think that is dangerously evil dangerously evil, you know, you know, cause they're asking, they're, they're sitting there talking about, you know, people who are struggling with their spirituality that do not disagree with who they are, whether they could be gay. Um, they could, they could have completely different views and, but then getting into that, those situations and then feeling the guilt of now that they need to change who they are. Um, and I, I just, I realized I painted that as very vague. Um, but I think you guys understand what I'm mm-hmm. meaning that, that, um, I've participated in that, you know, staring at, I mean, I, I remember years ago, long time ago, sitting there talking about, uh, a girl, that was, uh, she was, she was, she was a lesbian just talking how much, how much God loves her. But if that she didn't change her sexuality, that she was going to burn in hell. And that I, I'm just telling you, I, I did it. I did it. I, well, did I thought it that over, too. I did yeah. it over and over again. And, and the mind Manipulate, um, uh, you know, I almost use another word there The what that does to the mind of a person and how that screws with somebody is it's evil. It's evil to say, come as you are, but now we're going to change you into what we want you to be because that's the real message. We don't, we're not going to candy coat it because we all know we all partook in that partook. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that we all did that and I did it over and over again. And I just, I, I want to, you know, if I could go around to every person over the years and say, I'm sorry I ever did that. Um, that that's a feature of the church. Yeah. That is what the church does. Yeah. You know, they tell you, you need to change and be like us or else you will be punished by God. Yeah. And I can say every human being on earth needs to never pay attention to that and let that go. Yeah. 
Yeah, it flies in the face of everything I ever understood about love. That's right. You know, I, my my understanding of love and God's love for me was uh, was that it was completely unique. You know, I thought uh, uh, I thought it couldn't if it if it was anything less than completely unique, it was it was uh, lacking. Yeah. You know, if if God loved me because I uh, was a Christian, that that wasn't enough. That's right. <laughs> God loved me because because I was this particular evangelical Christian. You know, that's not enough. If God loved me because I went to this specific church, that's not enough. You know, if God loved me because I was in this group, not once again, not enough. But what was enough? The only thing that w- would make any sense uh, of of what my understanding of God was is if it was if it was just me, if he loved me for who I am, completely unique, unlike anyone else. But that's not, that's not the Christian faith, is it? Uh, I mean, it, it, that based on what Nathan was just saying, no, not, not in any way whatsoever, but well, what about based on the Bible? Um, I mean, there, you could, you, you you could make arguments both directions. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, that's the problem I have is that yeah. if the Bible's true, you should only be able to make an argument one direction. But um, in my opinion, yeah, I mean, when it comes to something like that, I mean, you, you, I, I, well, that's probably a road I don't want to go down, but. Um, but I think we went down it last week. <laughs> we did. <laughs> that was a great episode. Everybody refer back to last yeah. week's episode. <laughs> But there, but there's no doubt in my mind that, uh, you know, your original question is it a flaw or a feature? It, it's um, it's so much more than a flaw. It's it's the way that it's it's yeah. the institution. It's the way it is organized. It's it's right. um, you know I've encouraged people to read the book Pagan Christianity by Frank Viola, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about the influences of um, pagan religion on the church service, from one man standing up on a stage and, you know, delivering a um, a message to um, those of you who are in a more conservative church of choir robes, of uh, something like a communion. There's so many things that we take for granted as Christian that are have pagan roots. It's like, yeah, it's like Tucker Carlson taking the burning of a Christmas tree as being an attack on Christianity. The Christmas tree was, (laughs) (laughs) but the Christian tree is, is a pagan. It's a pagan symbol. The tree itself I mean, it's just, it's, it's so ridiculous. I don't know if anybody knows this, but there's not a whole lot of pine trees in the Holy Land. Uh, but, uh, I mean. <laughs> well, they decorated olive trees. Yeah. Olive trees. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Unless they bore fruit and they yeah. just, they just cursed them. Um, uh, that's so funny. Yeah. But burning it's. burning Christmas tree. Yeah. It's attack on religion. <laughs> it's, 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 it, for some reason, 
we it's have like, this so we have decided <laughs> we need to try to put the target on ourselves yeah. we're the one that's being oppressed yeah. we're the one that's got the target on the i mean give me a a break yeah we've controlled the world for you know so many years since yes. four since uh, 428 yeah and uh, but we're the we're the oppressed yeah yeah so anyway yeah, I, I I just think that um, the the whole concept of every Sunday going and learning, you know, sermons every Sunday is just pure manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, if uh, um, you know, this is weird to say. I real I I understand that, but how tell weird me, is it? Yeah, tell me what you think. But like, um, if you can't read the Bible through one time and and get it. Um, or maybe two times through and get it, then there, there's something there's something wrong. Like uh, the 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 amount of energy that is spent into Sunday mornings dissecting verses to mean absolutely nothing. What was ever intended of these things is mind blowing. It just twists things. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know what? If you want to know what Jesus said, just go pick up a Bible and read, read the Beatitudes. That That's all you need to yeah, do. You, can't, you don't prob- ever need to show up to a church or listen to a pastor or do anything. And the whole concepts of being shepherded, so, sorry, you got me started. You know, the whole idea of being a shepherd is, is a total idea of manipulation and control. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, it's a really a, it's a control of we need to preserve this church in this building, in this institution. And we really need you to be here and we need your money to be here to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, and nobody wants to be able, you know, nobody, um, you know, they don't, nobody wants to tell anybody that they're just kind of like, listen, if you want to believe in God and believe in Jesus and live like Jesus, you can, sh- you can do it every single day of your life without ever stepping foot into a church. Yeah. You know, but but this this idea of tithing that's nowhere found in scripture of what it means like it is today is just is just blown way out of proportion and the you know, the never don't forsake the gathering of the brethren. You know, gosh, if I hear that person if I hear another person quote that scripture from me, you know, that that's why I showed up to church every Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night was because I couldn't. I you know I would be sinning if I didn't. Um, it's manipulation. Yeah, this is the gathering of whatever brethren it we is. are. It is. <laughs> I it's mean, it way, is. It's the control us together, people. and and we we are we're fellowshipping, and 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 we've been doing this for years. That's and, right. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. Uh, it's it's uh, I. I yeah, I'd love to to end this podcast with some some maybe encouragement. Yeah, so I should people. stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a picture of uh, just when you were talking just now, Nathan. I've got a picture of uh, you know sermons on Sunday morning. How uh, all you you know you said all the effort that's put into all of that, and and you know so it's. It really is cut and paste. You know, it's like mm-hmm. taking this verse from here, adding it to this verse from there, adding it to this verse yeah. from here, and all of that to make it say exactly what you want it to say. That's exactly right. I, and here's the here's the picture I have in my mind. It's the it's a ransom note cut out. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Cut out the newspaper. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cut out of magazines. It's a magazine cut out ransom note. Uh, yeah. That's like, exactly oh, right. Yeah. And it's so sliced and diced. Oh, yeah. man. Guys, yeah. I just. How could we be encouraging people, though? Uh, I mean. Uh, yeah, let's what, encourage people. Well, what what here's what I would encourage people to do is is if you believe that the Bible says uh, what your pastor says that you need to not forsake the assembly, you need to uh, y- 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 submit to you know the leaders of the church, the shepherds. Um, I I would recommend doing a horizontal reading of the Bible and take each story of the Gospels. And lay that out and see how they contradict, and and maybe you'll you'll start to realize that, or hopefully you'll you'll realize that um, there's certain things in the Bible that are not reconcilable, and we cannot use the Bible that is a flawed book to beat people over the head with. Yeah, it just doesn't. You know, if there's if there if there is a loving God. A loving God, I would think the number one thing is for us, as Jim always says, to love. And so if we can offer encouragement, just, I think, loving other people, the golden rule, treat other people as you want to be treated. And and just try to break the curse of uh, the, the shepherd, you know, I'm so, I'm so sick of seeing these pastors out there trying to control how people think and, and what they, in some respects, what they eat, mm-hmm. what they drink, and then how they vote, you know, who they can love. I mean, let, yeah. let people, you know, gosh, let just people care about each other and, and love one another and, yeah. and take care of other people. And I, that's what I, think I encourage is just, you know, if you believe the, the Bible is inerrant, Please do a horizontal reading of the Bible to where you, you yeah. take each story on its own, the birth, and you really read it in Matthew and Luke, and you see how they 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 compare to one another. Are there conflicts? Let's look at the at the Garden of Gethsemane. Is there conflicts, or do they agree? Mm-hmm. The Ascension. Are there conflicts, or do they agree? And when I did that, I found out that there were a lot more conflicts than agreement. Yeah, uh, and the the conflict, a lot of the conflict, in my opinion, is is anything that's contrary to love is the conflict. Yeah, you know, if you're deconstructing and you're going, man, I grew up in something that I just can't see it anymore. It's just not believable anymore. You know, it's like uh, do. Do the things that they said you should never do. <laughs> it yeah. sounds bad. You know what? You know, um, and I'm going to say it for just plainly for the sake of saying it. But, you know, it's like, um, you know, if you've always been taught that homosexuality is a sin, invite the gay person that you know into in, that, that, you know, into your home and have lunch and dinner with them. You know, get to know them as a person and realize that they're just as if they're just as human as anybody else, that they're just a person that has, you know, wonderful thoughts and ideas and, and they're wonderful people. Um, you know, um, um, go to, uh, you know, 
go befriends uh, a person, a woman that's had an abortion and get to know them and their story and, and to pour into them and realize that, again, they're just as lovely as a person, yeah. that they're caught up in life just like anybody else. Um, these are not people to be shunned, but they're people to be understood and loved and known yeah. and seen. Um, and anything else that your church has told you not to do. But not a Democrat. <laughs> a Democrats are either. Because okay. they stole the election. You've got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> it, was, no, it was stolen. It was stolen. The election was stolen. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I think that that's a lot of – if you're deconstructing, um, and it sounds weird, but go do the things that they told you not to do. Yeah, and you'll find you'll find freedom in it. Yeah, and and you might even find that oh wait, um, Jesus said to do that according to that book I've been reading all this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, what right. does it mean to to right. to bless or the meek? What does that's that right. mean? Yeah, is that pastor meek? Feed feeding somebody on the Sabbath. Yeah, you know what's what's greater, the person um, or, or or the Sabbath? And Jesus made a very good point that the person. Is greater. The, the yeah. Sabbath is to serve the person, not the person serving the, the Sabbath. The Sabbath is for serving the purpose that's and right. to watch the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> that's right. I will rest. And that's not even the Sabbath. Yeah. <laughs> Although this weekend there are games. Well, I'm talking about the Christian <laughs> right. Sabbath. That's right. There are two Sabbaths here. Which is when that's Jesus right. rose again on that's Sunday. Right. Yeah. Do you want to believe Which was in named the old after Sabbath? the sun god. Uh, or the new Sabbath. Okay. Even our days of the week are pagan. So... Uh, you know, I'm not trying to go down a rabbit trail, but I knew so many people that read that book, Pagan Christianity, and yeah. they were like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then they never did anything different. They went they back, just to, church. Went back right. to church and did right. everything the same. I read it twice. <laughs> the first time I didn't do anything. The second time I had already left the church. I got to take this rope It really off. confirmed that I didn't need to go back to church. That's right. Why are we lighting right. these candles? Yeah. Took twice. <laughs> yeah. And... uh Biting my tongue. You shouldn't. Yeah. But, okay. You know, selling books, having seminars, uh, telling <laughs> telling people, uh, you know, oh, that's wrong, but just follow this. Uh, right. Just seems like more of the same to me. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, and so stay, anyway, and stay ahead. tuned for our. Uh, we we're going to take a break for our sponsor. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Actually, we don't have one. Right, but Our sponsor good. is Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Come see the sun god in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it is. And that's actually maybe a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, oh, oh, I got another great idea for a podcast out there. Is There is the new – there's the um, – what is the documentary or the thing on on Amazon about the Christian music industry? Oh, I haven't seen that. We I should heard of it. watch I that and do yes. a podcast on that. It's not okay. the it's not the Beatles thing, right? No, it's not the Beatles thing, I right? Mean, that was, just no, a joke. Poor James Rowe. I think God did like the Beatles, though. Yeah, well, James Rowe got in a lot of trouble for saying that. Did he, he really? The oh yeah. Oh, the Beatles. He said they were anointed. And uh, yeah. the or, Beatles were anointed. Or they at least didn't have he said songs. he thought the Beatles were anointed. I like and, him even more. And. Uh, and yeah, he got in a lot of evangelical hot water. Yeah, oh, man, manipulation. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, let me close on that. With yeah. the, so, my encouraging um, closing would be 
and I and I think that if you're listening to this, you've got questions, and so uh, you know, you're not here by accident. Um, you you somehow found this obscure podcast, and um, and maybe we're piqued by some of the questions we've been asking. But but my encouragement would be, if you're still in it, if you're still wondering and you're you're just at the very beginning of of what in the what in the world's going on here uh look for the manipulation hmm. it's easy to spot yeah if if uh when you see it and start to feel it uh you will realize that it's it's everywhere it's yeah. built in and it was designed to do this and yes. uh as we said earlier that is abusive that mm-hmm. is abuse. Manipulation is abuse. Direct, straightforward. And here's the thing: uh, I don't mind. I, you know, uh, I, I don't mind getting a letter in the mail that says, "Hey, I'm going to go and build a uh, medical facility with some guys for two weeks in Uganda, and my trip is going to cost me three thousand bucks." And I have sent this letter to thirty people. And if you could each give me a hundred dollars, that would get me there, and I would really appreciate it. You know what I'm doing? I'm writing you a check for a hundred dollars. That's right. But if you send me a letter that says, "Hey, I'm going to go bring the the gospel to the people that never heard it in such and such a place," and uh, I, the only really, I'm just asking for your prayer covering, you know. Uh, just pray for me. I need people on my <laughs> prayer team and that's really all I'm looking for. Uh, that is the most important thing. And if you could give yeah. something financially, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. Uh, you know how much I'm sending? Zero. Zero. Right. You know, because I just don't want to be manipulated. That's right. Give it to me straightforward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, but it's say, a tax write-off. Here's the deal. That's yeah. great. I, you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah. thanks for listening. Yeah, um, man. If we can be an encouragement to you, uh, more than just uh, the podcast, uh, message us on uh, either Twitter or, or uh, Instagram or our website. And uh, thanks for tuning in uh, to that question. Thanks for listening. Our greatest hope for this podcast is for you to join the conversation. You can do so at that'squestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or that's question one on Twitter. opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those casting the pod.